Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Do you know another parent or expecting parent? Are you wondering what can I give them as a gift? Don't give them another onesie. Don't give them a plastic toy or, God forbid, a toy gun that's just going to end up in the garage. Give them something that matters. And what matters the most is protecting their child. What do you love most in the world? Your children. What will you do to protect them? Anything. I sat down with the smartest people I know in the world on matters of child safety, finding missing children, fighting back against predators. And what I learned is so important, powerful, and information so critical. I want you to have it. I want them to have it. Go to CrimeStopsHere.com for a five-part series with action information that you can use to change your life and protect your child. Give that as a gift, not another onesie. Find out how to protect your child when you're out at the mall or the store, the grocery, in the parking lot, at home. Find out about protection regarding babysitters and daycare, even online. I'd rather have that any day of the week than a plastic toy, or God forbid, a toy gun. Join Justice Nation. Go to CrimeStopsHere.com. Crime 
crime stories with Nancy Grace. A neighbor says the girl stopped at his home asking for a ride to Macomb, Mississippi. I got a tap on the window, and it's two little girls. They told me that uh, they needed a ride to Macomb that grandmother had passed. Jeremy Linear lives directly across the street. He says when the girl stopped by, he and his mother saw lights on at the home and the car on. Soon after calling other family members, they found Erica Hall on the other side of the car with a knife in her back. We found on the other side of the car, laid out. Um, she had the knife in her back and a um, gun wound, gunshot wound to her. Erica Hall was a single mother. She worked at Sanderson Farms in Pike County. I've always seen her going, all leaving out in the evenings, afternoons, going, I assume, going to work. And uh, so that fact that it happened at night, it must have been fairly late, unless it was one of her nights off, because she was usually working at night. Did a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old girl's sisters stab and shoot their mother dead as brutal payback after they were in the family car. What do we know? I know right now that Erica Hall was brutally murdered, stabbed, and shot. A hardworking mother, a single mom. Joining me, syndicated talk show host Dave Mack. Cop turned PI, author of Playbook to a Murder on Amazon, Vincent Hill. Former felony prosecutor, now defense attorney, Holly Hughes. Renowned psychologist, Dr. William July. You can find him at drwilliamjuly.com. Dave Mack, it's almost too much for me to take in. A mom stabbed and shot. Man, talk about overkill. Uh, I'm going to need a shrink on that, Dr. William July. But Dave Mack, let's just start at the beginning. Before these two little girls are blamed, what do we know about the crime? Well, what we know right now is that there was a lot going on prior to the actual murder that uh, took place. 14-year-old and 12-year-old, they're two of the four children of Erica Hill. She had uh, four children. Oldest was 16, youngest was one. The 12 and the 14-year-old a week before the murder, apparently tried to run their mother over with the family car. Police were called, but the mother declined to press any charges. Apparently, after that attempt on her life, she took away the girl's cell phones. And that's what led to what took place when the 14-year-old and 12-year-old allegedly stabbed and then shot their mother when she was getting the gun out of her car to try to protect herself, the knife was left in her back. You know, I'm 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 don't understand this. Was this over taking away the phone? Well, we don't know if we don't know everything. What we do know, Nancy, is that there was something going on that caused these four the fourteen year old and the twelve year old to try to run her over a week before the murder with her car. We don't know what led to that. But we know that after that attempt on her life that, that that's when she pulled their cell phone. So obviously something was going on here between mom and the 14-year-old and the 12-year-old. It wasn't, you know, it didn't just spring up out of nothing. There was something really going on here between this family members. Straight out to Dr. William July, renowned psychologist. You can find him at drwilliamjuly.com. Dr. July, I, that's the only punishment that I levy against the twins right now. I, I really didn't want them to have a phone to start with. I thought, you know, I thought that that would make them subject to predators and to freaks online. But I broke down and let them have a phone. Now, it's their prized possession, okay? They're going on 12, believe it or not. 
that's the thing that I use as leverage. If you don't X, I'm going to take your phone away, like finish your homework or whatever it is. This mom gets stabbed and shot. Yeah, in in a in a normal situation, Nancy, where you have normally functioning children in a normally functioning environment, the process you described of having a phone, which is something the kids really treasure, using that as something to condition them to the right behavior for for uh, rewards and that sort of thing, that's normal. But apparently, and of course, I I don't know the details of the situation, but. This is not obviously a, not a normally functioning situation. The first thing that I wonder is where did the the kids see the behavior modeled that they are now manifesting? Because you would not a, a normal normally functioning child in a normal environment is not going to stab their mother and, and contemplate these sorts of things toward their mother if there's not some sort of modeling going on where they're seeing this sort of thing take place and, 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 and becoming somewhat normal to them to think that. Well, on the other hand, Dr. William July, we have no indication anything like this or any violence was ever in the home. We have a mom working her tail off to support four children. But I do know this, emergency workers tried to resuscitate Erica Hall, who her relatives found her covered in blood outside the family home. Just minutes before EMT arrived, she could not be saved. They found the two daughters, both juveniles, were just trying to figure out if these girls are responsible. Why? Listen. Deputies are investigating the death of a 32-year-old woman. Coroner says she was stabbed multiple times and possibly shot. That victim identified as Erica Hall. She was reportedly murdered on Lawson Road in Magnolia last Friday. She was stabbed in the back. The, the knife was still in her back. Hall's body is now at the state crime lab for autopsy. Deputies are interviewing people in connection with this case. What we are understanding is that the attack followed an incident a few days earlier where the girls had their cell phone taken away. But I want to go out to Holly Hughes, felony prosecutor, now defense attorney. The reason she took the cell phone away is because apparently one of the girls tried to run over her with the car, but she declined to prosecute. Exactly. And Nancy, that's why a lot of times the state will say we don't necessarily need the victim to go forward because the state will step in and recognize there are some really deep underlying issues. So once the police are called in our jurisdiction, once the police are called, somebody is going to jail or to the juvenile detention center until we can figure out what's happening with this family. Had these girls been taken to a juvenile detention center and a proper examination performed, this mom might still be alive. So it is difficult to prosecute without a victim or a witness to testify, but it can be done. Obviously, this is not about a cell phone. This is deeper and longer to have that much rage and to act out in that fierce of a manner against the very person who is loving you and putting a roof over your head and feeding you and seeing that you have clothes to go to school in. This is not about a cell phone. You were just hearing from our friends at WJTV. That was Andrew Harrison reporting. Deputies are investigating the death of a 32-year-old mom of four, Erica Hall, 
who was found stabbed and shot at her Magnolia, Mississippi home. It's not so much now as a who done it, but why? She was stabbed in the back. The, the knife was still in her back. Robin Coney is devastated by the horrifying way her niece, 32-year-old Erica Nicole Hall, was killed. According to Pike County Coroner Jason Jones, Hall was stabbed multiple times in her upper torso and back, also suffering a gunshot wound to the chest. It happened at her mobile home at the intersection of Lawson Road and Magnolia Holmesville Road. Deputies arrested her 14- and 12-year-old daughters. The girls, you know, they was like, we. when I drove up, they was like, T.T., we didn't do this, we didn't do this. And I was like, okay, if y'all didn't do it, where was y'all when the people that was doing it did it? 14-year-old Amariana Hall was charged as an adult with murder. The 12-year-old's name and charges are not being released. Family members tell us Hall was home alone with the two girls Friday night when an argument occurred. It was her gun. It was in her car, so they had got it out. So I guess when they was doing all that to her, she was probably trying to get to her gun to fight for her life. Hall is also the mother of a 16-year-old and a 1-year-old. You are hearing from our friends at WLBT-TV. That's Rosalind Anderson reporting on the death of Erica Hall. I want to go out to Dave Max, syndicated talk show host. What more can you tell us? Well, the one thing to note here, Nancy, is that Robin Coney was uh, Erica Hall's aunt. And she said that the kids were problems, okay? The, the 14-year-old and the 12-year-old, they refused to go to school. And that Erica Hall was trying to get them help. She was trying to get them uh, counseling. She was, According to Coney, she said that she was going to send them off because they refused to go to school. Now, I don't, again, now we're going back to there was an underlying cause of all of this that was going on. But the mother, single mom, she's got four kids and two of them refusing to abide by her wishes and do the basic things of going to school. There were a lot of issues here. What we are learning is that Erica Hall was initially attacked inside her home that she shared with the two girls, the 12-year-old and the 14-year-old. She somehow managed to stagger outside the home, and it was there that she died. She was stabbed in the back, according to sources, and the knife still in the mom's back. Now, both the girls denied stabbing their mom, and they were questioned, if you didn't do it, then where were you when it happened? Now, we know that the killing of Mama Four, Erica Hall, was after an argument in the family home. Uh, We know that Erica owned a gun. So, question, did the girls get the gun out of the car? Did they plan this? Was it spur of the moment? We know that the girls were very calm when they went to a neighbor's home asking for a ride. They said then their grandmother had just died. So the neighbor calls Erica to confirm that the grandma had passed away and gets no answer. That seems to me like this was a plan and that they were trying to get away from the scene any way that they could. What about that? To Dr. William July, psychologist, you can find him at drwilliamjuly.com. Being at the neighbor's home, calm, cool, and collected so quickly after, that doesn't look good for them. No, it doesn't. And 
what what I'm hearing here makes me wonder if these again these these girls have maybe not in possibly not in home we don't know yet but possibly not in the home but again there's something in this system going on the system of things that influence them the people the the places uh maybe what they watch on uh uh what kind of programming that they're watching on television or whatever but there there's there's not the normal sense of stop in their in their brain process and who knows what that might be and it, 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 i really i really agree with what the prosecutor said before had someone had these children professionally psychologically evaluated we wouldn't have these questions today there would have been intervention because we would have seen but in my experience what i see is sometimes there are issues where there are deep uh deep issues in the child, you know, maybe abuse, maybe uh, uh, things that have caused this child to think in a way that's not rational and not normal for normal functioning. And so that's what's going to become very apparent as these children are, are, are uh, investigated further. There's something that happened here, and it causes the, the person to think in, a, in an upside-down way. Things that are normal and moral become... Uh, become wrong to them and things that are wrong become normal and that's why they could probably see what they did as something that was just uh not a big deal you know uh to holly hughes veteran prosecutor now atlanta defense attorney holly i'm going to take you back in time i know you're going to remember this i know you recall judge josephine holmes cook a superior court judge i handled mm-hmm. many, many murder cases in front of her. Mm-hmm. She had been, I think, a defense attorney or a probate attorney before she got on the bench and perfectly uh, pleasant, kind. I, I n- never really heard a bad word about her. Of course, I did not fraternize with her because in my mind that would have been inappropriate since mm-hmm. I tried cases in front of her. But I remember when Judge Josephine Holmes Cook was murdered, and it turned out to be her teen son. Do you remember that? I mean, this is really rare for a child to kill their parent. I do remember, and I also remember the prosecutors who prosecuted that, and you and I know them, Susie and Clint. And uh, I'm also thinking, Nancy, especially of Nikki Whitehead today who was murdered by her twin 16-year-old daughters in Rockdale County in 2010, Jasmine and Jasmine. And they tortured that woman and drowned her and beat her and just ganged up on her. And something is seriously wrong. I mean, deep psychological problems when these children who, again, Nikki was a hardworking single mother trying to get it together, you know, Judge Cook, like you said, this wonderful woman and these children just go off and murder their caretakers and the people who would be their champions, who would help them through whatever is going on if only these children would get the help and would get the counseling that they need. So, yes, I I do remember Judge Cook and I do remember Nikki Whitehead today, especially when I heard this headline my mind right. just flashed back to 2010 immediately, and it was awful. You know, to Dave Mack, syndicated talk show host, reporting with us today, 
Dave Mack, um, when you say that they were giving her trouble about going to school, just imagine a mother of four raising four children by herself, and she's got a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old girl who won't go to school. What are you going to do, beat them and drag them physically to school? And, you know, it starts it starts with small things like not wanting to go to school, not doing what you ask them to do, not putting away their cell phone or their iPad, being insolent back. I don't mean just talking back because every kid's going to do that. Right. But just being mean, not and, and, and then it grows, and then it grows, and then it grows. And I don't know what the mom, Erica Hall, could have done. You know, Nancy, when you look at this, and, and I'm, I've got four kids, and whenever there was one acting out, you could isolate and deal with that situation. Here, you've got two, 14 and 12, and very close in age and teaming up. And mom was working third shift, so she's working all night, would come home, go to bed, expecting the 12 and 14-year-old to follow the 16-year-old and go to school. But they just flat out refused. They were being incredibly rebellious and then being able to team up. But I keep going back to the fact that other family members said that she was she was talking about having problems with them and was talking about needing to get them help. Um, that she was again, I go back to this one quote. She was going to send them off. I don't know exactly what that entails. I'd like to hear more about it. But there was obviously a lot going on with the 12 and 14 year old. Nothing is said about having problems with a 16 year old. And so you've got these uh, two that are teaming up to right. gang up on mom now. Take a listen to WAPT-TV's Ross Adams. 14-year-old Amariana Hall and her 12-year-old sister are charged in connection with the killing of their mother. Deputies found Erica Hall unresponsive in the front yard of a house late Friday night. Paramedics rushed Hall to a local hospital where she died. Investigators say it looks like Hall was shot at least once and stabbed several times. According to witnesses, after the girls killed their mom, they dragged her body to the other side of the car so that anybody driving by wouldn't see it. Investigators say a Mariana Hall has been held in the county jail on a $150,000 bond, charged as an adult with murdering her mom. Hi, Nancy Grace here. Have you ever Googled yourself, your neighbors, somebody at work, a crush? 57% of Americans admit to keeping an eye on their own online reputation. 46 admit to using the internet to look up somebody from their past. But Google and Facebook, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to finding personal information. There's an innovative new website called Truth Finder. It's now revealing the full scoop on millions of Americans. Truth Finder can search through hundreds of millions of public records in a matter of minutes. Truth Finder members can literally begin searching in seconds for sensitive data like criminal, traffic, arrest records. Before you bring someone new into your life and around the people you care for, your children, consider using Truth Finder. What you find may astound you. Go to truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy right away to start searching. Truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy. Truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy. Find the truth. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. 
ran, but in the end, she could not hide, even with a new hair color. The woman accused of running over and killing a local manicurist locked up tonight. The FBI tracked Crystal Whipple down to Glendale, Arizona, nearly two weeks later. News 3's Max Darrow joins us live outside the nail salon where the fatal hit and run happened with a reaction from the suspect's family. The story begins right here at this Crystal Nail Salon on Flamingo Indicator. Earlier in the week, Monday, I spoke with Crystal Whipple's cousin, who urged her to turn herself in. Tonight, after the arrest, I caught up with that cousin. Here's her take. For nearly two weeks, detectives were on the hunt for Crystal Whipple, shown in this surveillance video seen around the world. She's accused of running over and killing Las Vegas manicurist Knock Annie Wynn after skipping out on a $35 manicure. On Friday, detectives located her outside of Phoenix, Arizona, in this Glendale neighborhood, where FBI agents arrested her without incident. According to her warrant, authorities arrested Whipple on murder and burglary charges. This past Monday, Whipple's cousin, Crystal and Harrison, called for her arrest. She needs to turn herself in. Come clean. She can't run forever. When Harrison found out her cousin was behind bars, a moment of relief set in. But then, she says, a lot of confusion. It would make me feel more at ease when she did get caught, but it just messed me up more. Her mom's destroyed. She thinks it's all her fault. It's just heartbreaking. As Whipple's family deals with these emotions, the victim's family continues to mourn. Her nail salon closed on Friday in memory of Knock Wynn. Speaking on behalf of Whipple's family, Harrison at a loss for words as she offered their condolences. All over $35. A $30 Manny Petty. A woman dead, a mother of three girls, a single mom who, according to everyone that knew her, would go without in order to provide for her three girls working in a Vegas manicure salon 14 to 16 hours a day, even refusing to take lunch breaks or coffee breaks. And so she wouldn't miss a client. She saved every penny and gave that toward her children. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. You were hearing from our friends there at Action 3 News in Las Vegas. It's overwhelming to me. Out to Ashley Wilcott, the way that this mother, Ashley Wilcott with us, Atlanta juvenile judge, lawyer. You can find her at ashleywilcott.com. Slaved, literally slaved every day, hunched over people's feet and hands. She saved every penny, even going without breaks, to try to get her three girls through college. This one makes me sick. What happened to this girl who was the perpetrator, who was the criminal, who decided to run over? What was she on? What had she gone through to think that this was acceptable behavior resulting in a death? Let me say something about that mother, about she did work her fingers to the bone. It is not a defense. It is not an excuse. But I'm going to say this. Today's world is a little crazy that we live in. The $35 isn't worth it. Don't chase somebody off because you just don't know who you're dealing with. You know, just the other day, to Dr. Daniel Bober joining us, forensic psychiatrist, the, the banner is, the headline is, that in the last days, this 21-year-old Crystal Whipple in Glendale, Arizona, arrested on murder. And you were just hearing our friends at KSNV-TV uh, also with Whipple's cousin, Crystal and Harrison, 
offering condolences to the family, but that mom cannot be replaced. You know, Dr. Daniel Bober, the other day in traffic, I had the twins in the back seat, and my husband, my dear, oh, I almost said dearly departed husband, but that would be wrong. Um, he blew the horn at someone in front of us who didn't, you know, take off when the light turned green. I said, David, do not do that. He said, we're going to miss the turn light. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And I want to make the turn light too. And there was a time I would have sat on the horn just like you just did. But I, you never know. You look around at red light. Who around you is a convicted felon out on parole or probation? Who? Who's carrying a gun? Who are these people? Who's having going to have road rage? It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. And to think this mom of three goes out to try to get that fee, 30 bucks for a manicure. She's in front of Whipple's car. And you can see it on video, Daniel Bober. And Whipple runs her down. What do you make of what Ashley Wilcott just said? It just wasn't worth it. Nancy, you know, what what you're saying is so true. I mean, that's why a lot of these companies like banks and drugstores have you know, do not pursue policies. It's just not worth it. And I agree, whether you're sitting in traffic and someone cuts you off, it's just not worth making us think about it because the next thing you know, you could have a gun in your face. Oh, but, you know, it's just natural instinct. This woman had been hunched over her hands or feet for how who knows how long. And Whipple goes and tries to pay with a credit card. It was declined. Why? Because it was stolen. Let me understand. Dave Mack joining me, syndicated talk show host. A am I right? I think this, the credit card was declined, the $35, because it was stolen. Well, this Whipple, uh, Crystal Whipple actually was a con artist and uh, an identity thief. She rented the Camaro using false identities and a stolen credit card. She made several other purchases in the days leading up to the uh, murder by using stolen identities, stolen credit cards. And again, as you mentioned, the $35 was declined because that card had already been turned in as stolen. She said she was going to go out to the car and get more money, and that's when she took off. The, the three daughters of Annie, Jen, this has destroyed these three girls' lives forever, forever. But Dr. Bethany Marshall, people like Crystal Whipple are... Uh, can't help but make themselves known. Explain. No, they cannot. The reason for that, Nancy, is I think Crystal Whipple falls into what we call a cluster B personality. Cluster B is when you have several disorders at once. One might be bipolar illness. Whenever a patient comes to my office with multiple traffic incidents like tickets, DUIs, I always assess for bipolar uh, illness because that causes excessive energy, impulsivity, sometimes callousness. They have rage attacks on the road. And then what clusters, what part of cluster B is bipolar and then another personality disorder called antisocial personality disorder. And with antisocial, you get failure to pay back debts to society. So that's like not wanting to pay for her bill in the salon. You get lying, conning, manipulativeness. So that's walking out of the salon saying she's going to pay the bill and then she's not. And then you get that same type of impulsivity that you get with bipolar disorder. And I imagine that the, the stepping on the gas, running over the manicurist, although there's a callous aspect, there's a very impulsive aspect to this too. I mean, I'm sure that this perpetrator doesn't really think much about anything she's doing. She's just one big id. You know, she's just running all over the place, you know, taking cards, taking cars. This girl is just running on the pleasure principle. She's doing whatever she wants without thinking about anyone around her.
Good morning, ma'am. Can I get your full name and date of birth for the record, please? Krista Wimbledon, 1897. Thank you, ma'am. You are here on a warrant out of the state of Nevada that was issued on January 4th of 2019 for a homicide. Did you read this information? Yes. Did you understand it? Yes. Do you have any questions? No. Have you made a decision whether you want to waive extradition or fight extradition? I'm going to waive it. The headline is the woman who refused to pay 35 bucks for a manicure has been arrested for allegedly running down and killing nail salon worker Annie Wynn, leaving behind her three daughters. To top it off, Dave Mack, syndicated talk show host, she goes on the run. She doesn't even stop when she runs Annie down. She goes on the run for weeks, dyes her hair, tries to elude police. You know, she took off. She ditched the uh, rental car and then headed off, as you mentioned. You know, she dyed her hair, changed her appearance, and was caught in Maricopa County, Arizona. No telling where she was actually headed. But even when she was caught, she still had stolen credit cards and other identification on her. You know, Karen Smith joining me, a renowned forensics expert out of the Florida jurisdiction, you know, we can say things to juries, we can report things on air, but this video, I can hardly even stand to look at it. And I'm sure a jury is going to have the same reaction. You see Annie Wynn running out and waving, hey, wait, 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 you got to pay, you got to pay. And she gets, she's walking in front of this stolen car, it's rental that she got under a fake ID, it's stolen. And the woman runs her down, and in that moment, there goes her life, and really, the lives of her three daughters explode. How valuable is that video evidence, Karen Smith? It is invaluable, and it is going to be difficult for the jury to watch. And they're going to have to watch it not only in the courtroom, but they're probably going to watch it again in deliberations. And it's painful. I've had videos that jurors have had to watch. I've had jurors vomit in the courtroom. Uh, watching video of a man get stabbed. It is not easy, and I don't envy them at all. You know, Karen Smith, forensics expert, for a person to be dragged to their death, that is a horrible, horrible death. Her clothes or something must have been caught up in the tire. I, I don't know what, because certainly she would have let go. She was dragged across that asphalt parking lot to her death. And I've looked at the video, Karen, and I every time I stop, I have to stop the video because I know that lady, uh, knock Annie, and Annie is suffering excruciating pain, excruciating pain to be dragged to her death and all over a $35 manicure. I mean, Karen, what does a person live through to be dragged to their death? Well, you know, it, it, it's, it's difficult to talk about. You know, the, the official cause of death was multiple blunt force injuries, and, and that's not surprising considering what happened. I watched the video as well, and you know what, Nancy? When you have these cases, you know, sometimes you fall into a routine, but when you get a case like this, it hits you really hard when you're an investigator. And I'll tell you what, when you have something like this and you see it at the scene, you, you have to distance yourself at the time, but I can guarantee you that every single investigator that worked that crime took it home with them that night, and it's going to stick with them for a long, long time. To Kenya Johnson, Atlanta prosecutor, joining us along with Karen Smith, forensics expert, Dr. Bethany Marshall. Kenya Johnson, it is a hit and run. We don't have to do a backbend in order to come up with a felony 
uh, that is a felony. But this woman has a history. In fact, she was in a stolen rental car at the time she did this. Absolutely. And all of that information will come out in her subsequent prosecution. That video is going to be a very telling and very hard for the jury to watch, but they will see with their own eyes that her co-workers and family ran out. Everyone was screaming. There was a big commotion and Whipple kept driving. She didn't stop. Then she abandoned the vehicle afterward to her uh, actions before using the fake card or the card that wouldn't pay and then saying she's going after her car. The fact that she ran over this victim and the fact that she fled afterward will all come out to show a continuing crime spree and uh, and goes toward her pre either premeditation or her intent to hurt someone and commit a crime that day. I want you to take a listen to our friend at KTNV, Masasaida, speaking to Annie's daughters. It's probably going to affect us every day. For most of our lives. And Trent is the oldest sibling. The three sisters are leaning on each other like never before. When you look closely at each of their faces, Anne, Anna, and Christy, you can see the resemblance to their mom, Nakyu Nujin. If God felt that it's time for my mom to go, then it's time for her to go. You know, it's all in God's hand, it's all in God's will, and it's nothing we can do or say to change that. As the girls wait for justice, they're choosing to accept what's happened and look for the good. And so, they want to say thank you. Every words, hugs, gifts, it mattered to us. And we can't express how we feel through words. And we just want to say thank you, everyone, for the support. To my longtime friend and colleague, Dr. Bethany Marshall, joining me out of L.A., renowned L.A. psychoanalyst, Dr. Bethany, we've been through a lot together. And you know what I went through to have the twins and raise them right. I'm still trying every single day to do the right thing all day, every day. Dr. Bethany, I cannot, I think I might just break down in tears right now. A single mom raising three teen girls. How hard is that? Teens, especially. Nancy, I actually had a memory about you the other day, just about a week ago. I was thinking about when I went to New York City and I was on the set of, I think it was True TV, and you wrote something on a piece of paper and you scribbled it down and you shoved it across the, the, the anchor desk at me and it said, I'm pregnant with twins, exclamation mark. <laughs> and you wanted me to know and nobody else knew and you couldn't say it because you were mic'd up and nobody knew. And I was so blown away and honored that you let me know and the look of excitement on your face. I was just thinking about that a week ago. And then when I was reading about this manicurist, one of the things that her family and friends said is that she never kept a gift for herself. She always passed gifts along to her daughters because everything she did was for them. She wanted to send them to school. Um, she wanted to make sure that they got their college educations. And she was a manicurist. So that $35 fee that this perpetrator ran out the door and didn't pay, you know, some of us might think, well, why use, lose your life over $35? Well, $35 meant a lot to this person because she was single and raising three girls. And it's so tragic that this perpetrator came in and exploited the life and heart of a mom. I mean, that is just so tragic. And I think that's what you were asking about and trying to point to. It's just the 
it's the bedrock of this story, and it's so sad. Take a listen to our friend at KTNV, Masa Saida. After 13 days on the run, police finally taking her in. The manhunt for the 21-year-old woman accused of killing a Las Vegas mother of three is finally over. Whipple's family says a citizen spotted and recognized her nearly 300 miles away. People in the city of Glendale, Arizona, stunned that someone was so observant, especially since Whipple looks so different now compared to that old mugshot released by police to news outlets across the country. Whoever found it, I mean, good for them that they picked it up, picked up on uh, the last, the past news reports and all that. That's pretty cool. The FBI's violent crime task force immediately moving in, arresting her without incident. As Whipple sits locked up in the Maricopa County Jail awaiting extradition, so many questions remain. What allegedly made a 21-year-old kill to avoid paying for such a small bill? That's right. You can run, but you can't hide. Whipple now in custody. If you have information that could aid the state in this prosecution, please dial 702-828-3521, 702-828-3521. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner.